All right, everyone, I want to thank our sponsor today, Organifi. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about healing and the healing journey. Well, an integral part of that are the foods and the drinks that we consume. I know you know this. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. Organifi's superfood blends make it easy and enjoyable to add more variety and nutrition to your day. These are delicious organic powders that you can add to water or milk, stir and drink. It literally takes 30 seconds. It is that simple. A couple weeks ago, I was right about to start uh, a green juice fast, a kind of a short mini fast. And I kid you not, the day, the night before, Organifi reached out to me about sponsoring this podcast. And I will tell you that I was thrilled because this is aligned with what I'm doing. I'm familiar with Organifi. I've used them in the past before. I want to bring, be able to bring to you um, quality products and things that are going to promote a healthy lifestyle. Organifi Green Juice is the one I use. It's the one I use every morning so that I know right away I'm starting the day on a healthy note. It's loaded with vitamins, loaded with minerals, and essential antioxidants. As a listener of the Trauma Therapist Podcast, you can get 21% off any item by going to Organifi.com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Once again, to get 21% off any item, Go to Organifi, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. All right, everyone, I want to thank our sponsor today, Organifi. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about healing and the healing journey. Well, an integral part of that are the foods and the drinks that we consume. I know you know this. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. Organifi's superfood blends make it easy and enjoyable to add more variety and nutrition to your day. These are delicious organic powders that you can add to water or milk, stir and drink. It literally takes 30 seconds. It is that simple. A couple weeks ago, I was right about to start uh, a green juice fast, a kind of a short mini fast. And I kid you not, the day, the night before Organifi reached out to me about sponsoring this podcast. And I will tell you that I was thrilled because this is aligned with what I'm doing. I'm familiar with Organifi. I've used them in the past before. I want to bring, be able to bring to you um, quality products and things that are going to promote a healthy lifestyle. Organifi Green Juice is the one I use. It's the one I use every morning so that I know right away I'm starting the day on a healthy note. It's loaded with vitamins, loaded with minerals, and essential antioxidants. As a listener of the Trauma Therapist Podcast, you can get 21% off any item by going to Organifi.com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Once again, to get 21% off any item, Go to Organifi, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash trauma and use the code trauma. Trauma Therapist Podcast, episode 185. Passion. 
dedication, and inspiration. If you're ready to hear inspiring interviews with amazing trauma therapists, this is it. Right here, right now. With your host, Guy McPherson. Hey folks, today I'm excited to announce the launch of my one-on-one coaching program. If you're a student or therapist of any kind and interested in beginning your trauma-informed journey, you don't know where to start or how to start, or perhaps you wish you had more confidence to begin, that was actually me several years ago, this program is designed specifically for you. Look, people reach out to me all the time asking for guidance on which course they should take, which workshops they should attend, conferences they should go to, and modalities they should pursue, and I get it. It can be daunting trying to decide because you're investing your time, you're investing your money, and you want to know you've made the right decision. In this one-on-one coaching program, I've taken my experience, my own experience, together with the experiences I've had in interviewing over 180 of the thought leaders and master therapists in the trauma field, and I've designed a program with the one goal of helping you begin your journey to becoming a trauma therapist. If this sounds like it's for you, then invite you to head on over to the traumatherapistproject.com. That's the traumatherapistproject.com. Click on the work with me tab and let's begin your journey as a trauma therapist. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Trauma Therapist Podcast today. Uh, another episode of Trauma Therapist Live and these are episodes shorter episodes in which I talk uh, about things that have come up on the on the podcast, themes that have come up, themes that uh, I'm kind of thinking about and working through. And today, the episode here is titled, Do Less, Be More. And I'll tell you what happened. Um, I've been talking uh, recently about uh, things that have been going on in my life, some, some pretty uh, kind of heavy-duty things. And how they've impacted me, and uh, the first of which is my mother's passing a few months ago, and then more recently, uh, surgery that I had that um, uh, really kind of took me for an emotional, psychological spin, if you will. Uh, but I'll, I'll get more to that, uh, more about that later. But what I want to talk about is not is is how these experiences ha, have impacted me on one sense but how they've impacted myself as a therapist as a clinician on a, another level and i want to have that be the theme today is to for us to think about uh you know not only the education we're getting through books and workshops and uh, uh supervisors and mentors uh, and cons- consultations, etc., all of which, of course, is extremely important, but also to really be mindful and cognizant of how our experiences impact and influence ourselves as clinicians. Okay, let me just take a sip of coffee here before we get going. So the reason why I, I want to talk about this today is because I've I've been in the thick of it, you know. Uh, I, I I talked previously on uh, another episode about you know my mother's passing, sudden, unexpected pass, and that just you know uh, blew me away. I mean, I, how how do you deal with that? How do you handle that? Well, you you do uh, obviously in in different ways, in many ways, and I've as I talked about before. 
you know, I became uh, numb. You know, I kind of shut down in a sense, and I, I took off some time, and I went back to work after about a week, and I thought I could go back to work. And I soon found out uh, while I was in session with a client that uh, I, I couldn't. There was no way, you know, what the hell am I doing here? You know, and what happened was I was getting triggered uh, from things that normally wouldn't trigger me. And then, uh, so I took some more time off. And then a couple months later, well, a couple weeks later now, um, you know, I underwent uh, uh, full hip replacement surgery. I know, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're not, you know, you're not that old. Well, it, uh, you know, this, this type of thing doesn't necessarily always uh, affect, you know, people who are 70 or 80. Um, but what happened is I was diagnosed about 10 months ago, 11 months ago. And when I was, uh, diagnosed with this and found out that kind of, you know, physical therapy was kind of, kind of too late for that. And then I would have to have surgery. I was just, uh, kind of in denial and and really scared. I was specifically scared about the anesthesia part and kind of losing, uh, feeling and sensation in my, in my, in my lower, uh, uh, lower part of my body. And I had to go through this process, a really kind of for myself, you know, intense process of confronting that, um, fear, getting, uh, getting over that fear in a sense so that I could have this surgery done. I mean, you know, I have a, I have a family, I have a, a wife, uh, I have two kids, I have a job. I have a life to live, you know, and this was really uh, kind of a block for me. And I had to go through this whole process. And what happened was I sought out, well, someone actually referred me to an EMDR therapist who's been amazing. And this process got me to look at not just this, this aspect of, uh, you know, overcoming this fear so, so that I can have therapy. But of course, as as usual and as always, you know, we go in for one thing, but um, we we kind of discover these other areas that uh, need need attention, if you will. And this this uh, process of attending to this fear opened up a lot of areas for me that I really needed to look at. And I really needed to kind of illuminate more, and it wasn't easy. It's still not easy. It's something I'm I'm continuing to work on. But this whole process, you know, didn't just impact and affect me as as a person go who's trying to get to a point where they're really comfortable with uh, or quasi comfortable with with uh, having surgery and getting to the point where I could actually go through with the surgery, but it impacted me as a therapist, you know, it's made me more reflective and aware of my, uh, uh, areas that need more attention, if you will. You know, what happened was as I was working with this therapist, I became much more acquainted with, uh, to use the language of Richard Swartz, who's been a previous guest on this podcast, my, my different parts, you know, this kind of, uh, weak part, if you will, it's kind of the word that I use, and this other courageous part. And 
how they interact, you know, when one steps in, when the other steps in, when I'm not aware of them stepping in. And this type of work, this type of process allows me or is allowing me to bring to my work as a therapist a much more uh, or a much deeper appreciation for what my clients are going through. Uh, what my clients are struggling with. It's giving me a, a greater patience in the work I'm doing. I've been interviewing a lot of people on the podcast recently, and if you've been listening, you know that these themes are coming up of you know, the, the importance of cultivating who we are as people, or to Put another way, the the importance of cultivating our presence, the importance of uh, authenticity, and through asking my guests about their quote unquote uh, clinical errors or failures, inevitably it comes through that they've almost been hiding behind an intervention, hiding behind uh, an agenda. Whereas what they wanted to or what they learned uh, is important in a particular instance and and most often in in most instances is their ability to do less and be more. And I take this uh, uh, idea of doing less from um, one of my guests recently who said, you know, it's just... Uh, Brian Harris, I believe it was, who said it's just, you know, what he had to learn was just to do less. And as he said this, I thought to myself, well, what is important when we're working with someone? And the ability for us to be who we are in a sense, be more of who we are. And why is that difficult? This question just so intrigues me I think because it's something that I really struggled with when I began my training, when I was in graduate school. You know, I thought, and I've talked about this previously, that the next workshop was something that I needed to, uh, you know, attend. That would be the answer. That would get me going as a, uh, as a trauma therapist. The next um, book, what, what was that book that I needed to read? What was that conference that I needed to attend to? You know, I wasn't placing the attention on myself, you know, my own inner work. Yes, I was doing uh, the, the requisite therapy, but I wasn't giving enough attention to my own processes, my own uh, experiences, my own fears, my own uh, agendas, and how that would color the work that I was doing. So I ask you, you know, how do you bridge that gap or cross that chasm from, um, you know, thinking or, or believing in a sense that, you know, everything, you know, we need to read this next book. We need to get this book or that book or attend that conference. Yes, those are important. But what about your own experiences? What about your own fears, your own life, your own struggles? How are you allowing those things 
and the attention that you bring to them, the work that you bring to them, the inner work that you uh, uh, bring to them, how are you allowing that to impact and influence and enrich your work as a therapist, your work as a human? So, you know, as we talk about this, it's what unfolds here and what's unfolded for me in the process of doing all these interviews is that this work is really about not just simply becoming a better therapist, a more attuned, informed, educated, enlightened, if you will, therapist, but really about becoming a, a more open human being. And of course, it, I kind of imagine uh, an, an image of a circle, if you will, and, and, and them being on the same sphere, if you will. You know, it's, this is inter, very much interrelated for me. It's not, whereas it wasn't before, right? It was this, you know, okay, I need to put my therapist hat on. I need to be a therapist. And I keep often come back to what uh, Peter Bernstein, a previous guest on the podcast, said, you know, we're no different than our clients, and we have to realize that. But that realization takes some strength in us, you know. It it, and it's not to I, that we need to uh, completely identify with our clients, but to realize that we are all walking on this journey. That we're not as therapists or counselors or whatever sitting upon this throne, looking down at our clients with our. Uh, many years of education and experience, and and uh, uh, you know, p- uh, gracing our clients with our knowledge. No, we're rather being able to walk along this journey with our clients. And I think, I believe, at least for myself, that that takes courage. That takes that takes a confidence that needs to be cultivated within myself because it takes a certain amount of assurance. And it takes a certain amount of comfortability and peace with and trust with my own experience. That my own experience, right, is quote unquote good enough. That my own experience is valuable, valuable enough such that it can help guide my client. You know, I can share in this process or in this experience with my client. And I think uh, this requires less hiding, if you will, behind interventions, behind this idea that I'm a therapist and and uh, you know I know X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I will help you with X, Y, and Z. It requires us to move out of that and to, in a sense, be who we are. And that's not always easy. And I think. You know, from from interviewing, uh, what is it now, 185 uh, of these seasoned therapists, uh, these master therapists, really, uh, these thought leaders in the field, it takes time to, for most of us, and, and again, I'll speak for myself, it takes time for me to get to a point where I can honor who I am as a person who I am as a human being and trust that not only that is a, is valuable enough with my client, but that my client also trust that my client also 
has within them the ability to walk alongside me and they have what they need what is what is valuable and uh, useful to move through their own traumas if you will okay so I want to stop there but that's just something that's been on my mind lately and uh, th- th- this this aspect of you know giving ourselves permission to do less but also demanding of ourselves the courage to be more. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, any questions, uh, head on over to the trauma therapist podcast.com or the trauma therapist project.com hit on the contact tab and, um, uh, send me an email. Love to hear from you. All right, guys, take care. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.